And welcome back, fourth and long fans. It's your footy correspondent, Coach Donnie Hess, here back with another episode in my Aussie supporter series. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a nice friend of mine who lives not too far from me normally, now in Iowa, originally from Australia, Mr. Jason Hosky. Jason, how you doing, sir? Donnie, good to see you, mate. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm doing great. Awesome. Great to hear from you. I mean, we, we hooked up when you found the Des Moines Roosters doing your podcast there for a while that you were doing the, the Iowa uh, podcast, the, I want to talk sports podcast. Unfortunately, it no longer exists, but we've kept a nice friendship from there. So I know you pretty well, but some of the people may not know you who, who are, who are watching this episode. So I always kind of like letting you kind of have a little bit of a quick bio on who Jason is and who you are away from footy. Away from footy, yeah. Well, married a couple of kids. I moved over here in 2004, uh, settled down in Iowa. Uh, a love of all sports, cricket, baseball, footy, of course, and um, just take it on at stride. I've been working at a, the same place for about 15 years. So um, down there in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, I live closer to Iowa City now. But uh, the kids are growing, getting stronger, getting bigger. So I've got to watch my mouth in front of them now. So the tides have turned, mate. <laughs> Uh, it's the way life goes sometimes when it goes. So um, this podcast is mostly about footy. So, so let's kind of rewind just a little bit and just talk about what's your favorite thing about the game of football? Interesting question, mate. Like I've heard you brought this up. So I've sort of had a little bit of time to think. And quite honestly, I didn't really have a 100% answer, Donnie. Um, I will say, though, it's a game, as others suggested, for everybody. I'm not just talking about different... Um, different sort of sizes in blokes or women, but just different cultures, different, uh, you know, the atmosphere, the way you brought up, like when I was, I'm at 44 years old now. So when I was around about playing, you know, the, the under nines, under tens, 13s, you know, a bit of the bigger soccer community was in Melbourne. Uh, and then we noticed a lot of more of the say ethnic groups would come and play our game, quote unquote, right? So it, it was good to see. So the Italians, the Yugoslavs, the Macedonians, I mean, you look at the blokes, Dacos, for instance, Ron Barassi, uh, Ange Christou, Marco Schudo, Gaffel. I was like that playing and getting, getting absolutely fantastic being some of the guns of the game alongside, you know, the Roy Sartz, Kevin Bartlett, James Hur, Matty Lloyd, Tony Lockett, to name some, say, I guess, the Anglo-Saxon sort of names. But um, just a game for everyone. As far as the footy during the week, I mean, Saturday, is, you'd look forward to Saturday or Friday. Most of the time when I was growing up, it was Saturday. So let's say if they, if your team lost, like the Tigers lost, you know, you'd spew about it until about Wednesday. And then next thing you know, you, all right, you'd get over that. You'd look forward to next Saturday. And, and you just keep moving and you look ahead to the next game. Okay, how am I going to get there? Make arrangements to go see the match because that's all you really cared about. And um, yeah, the, it's just a it's just a love that you don't even really understand why you love it. I suppose <laughs> it's just in you. Not a not a bad thing. And to each their own. Every everybody falls in love with the game for a different reason. So so let's stay kind of back in track. And for me, I love this question. Can you remember your earliest footballing memory? My earliest footy memory, mate. I reckon my dad used to take us out to Waverley. And as a young fellow, I remember being about 50 metres behind him in the first minute of getting out of the car because we'd have to get there early. We were members, VFL Park, Waverley. And he'd be hammering towards the gates to get in there. 
and I'd be struggling. I'd have me, me bag and he'd have his coffee in his bag and stuff. He'd be already in the stadium somewhere. I'd have to walk in. I'd have me little pass because we're all, like I said, we're all members, so we all, I had our own badge. I reckon that was me, the oldest footy memory, trying to keep up with the old man getting into VFL Park. And funny enough, I told, well, I wasn't at his funeral, but I, I said the same thing on a little um, sheet of paper for the person reading out some notes at his funeral, just to just to have one last dig at him for not waiting up for me to get into the way. <laughs> Not a problem. That that's that's a cool you'd, cool you'd get memory. In there and finally, you'd find him halfway through the first quarter. Oh, I, sa- I saved your seat. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. So the people that are watching the YouTube video, they kind of already know. You you mentioned it just a little bit, but I gotta ask, what's your club and why is it that you support them? Richmond Tigers is my club, and I know I follow them because I remember telling me dad and my brother, maybe my mum was in the room as well. I said, mate, because uh, they were calling Mark and my brother and dad calling us boys, Donnie. So I said, oh, Tigers are better than Magpies. And I can't remember if it was because the Tigers were better in that, mate, because I was born in 76. So maybe it took three or four years around about when the Tigers were beating them in the granny or up. up near the top, so to speak. Then again, so we're calling it. Um, so I remember saying that. I remember telling him I'm a Richmond supporter now and I value for Richmond. So basically I was told him that's how it was going to be. I can't remember what backlash I got. Mum was a Footscray supporter. Um, she was from the Western suburbs. Funny enough, Footscray. <laughs> but um, my cousins are Essendon supporters. They lived in the East Keeler region of, um, of Melbourne. So we had it all. So me sort of darting out by myself to become a Richmond supporter wasn't really that, I don't think that big of a deal at the time. Uh, could have been, but I didn't know it was going to be 37 years of pain. But um, at the time, <laughs> hey, good things come to those who wait, you reckon, Donnie? <laughs> Definitely, for sure. So, so it sounds like your it sounds like your family is a little bit of everything. So, so I got to ask, be, being, being in here in the States, have you got your family members currently into the Richmond Tigers or are they kind of still hands-off when it comes to the footy? No, nah, we're all Tigers. We're all Tigers. For the first, well, one's 15, one's 12. So for the first, actually every year since they've been born, I've bought them um, memberships to Richmond. So it was either a junior membership and it was all through mum. We, we used to get it sent to mum's house. And she would send over the, the gift package with the, you know, the little tiger cub plate, the spoon. You get your membership card. I um I didn't pay for one myself. I just thought I'd get the boys involved. So I've kept all their cards throughout the years. Um it got a little bit more expensive over time, but mum mum would jump in and go, okay, I'll buy them for their Christmas presents or their birthday presents, or whatever their birthdays in January. So she's kept that trend rolling. So they've been members of Tigerland for well, the oldest one, 15 years, the, the younger one, 12. So it, when I go home or if I buy something online or whatever, I just use their membership card to get a bit of a discount at Punt Road, mate. <laughs> so that works out well. Not a, not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. I know I have the same thing with my Swans membership. If I ever want to buy anything from the Swan shop, I, I pop that membership thing in there and it helps me out a little bit. And it's yeah, well, in the shipping, the shipping, if you do it correctly, it can, cannot be too bad. It's still, it's a little bit, but it's not too bad. So, so we'll, we'll stay in the past a little heavy. bit. 
Can you remember the first Richmond Tigers thing you ever got were given or bought? I reckon it would have been one of those little cartoon books that say, I barrack for Richmond. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them. A lot of people would know what I'm talking about. Uh, they had one for every team, so it had the theme song in it, the little thing about the kid going to the footy. I bet it was either that or a scarf. I still have a scarf that I had since I was in grade two, I reckon, at school. The old school tie, black and yellow, says Tigers, and still got the little badge on that mum's sewed in that says Hoskin on it because she didn't want it to get mixed up with probably one other Richmond supporter in his school at the time because it was mainly a Collingwood area and a few others, but uh, still got the scarf and I've had that for absolute donkey's years, mate. So um, the, the little book, maybe a little plush toy, one of those mascot toys or, or a scarf would have been the first thing I ever got, I reckon. Awesome. So, I mean, you and I have had discussions about this. I, I think you've been fascinated in how much I tell you that I wake up at 4 a.m. to watch the games. I, I consider myself a diehard and for some people it has a negative connotation. So I like hearing people explain their, their fandom or, or why they support, but how passionate they are supporters. So could you real quickly give me an explanation of how passionate of a supporter are you of the Richmond Tigers? I know, again, being over here in the States, it's not always easy because of the time difference. Now, it's not easy. And when before I'd left, like when I was younger, it was definitely the only thing I cared about, like I may have suggested before. Find a way to go to the match, go to the match with somebody. Uh, for the until I was oh, at least 2021, 20, like and if it was an interstate game, we, we'd organize, sit around a mate's joint and watch it. Um, but if not, we were going to every match, whether it was the out at Waverley, which is cold, the other side of Melbourne, quite honestly. Uh, MCG was easy to get to, fit the windy hills and and whatever. But I, I guess I did get over here, mate, and it, it took a while to find me sort of AFL feed again. Um, I didn't have the channels. Of course, I'd be on the phone, and then I had a, a talking to mum or my brother and a couple of me Richmond mates, how they going or whatever. Of course, it was on the internet, so I used to sit up and listen to the um, the, the 3RW broadcast or the Triple M, maybe whoever was doing it at the time. I'd sit up and listen to it when I couldn't get the audio. Um, finally, they started playing the footy on the TV as Fox Sport, or, uh, Fox Hocker Plus might have been the first sort of extra dish I got to watch it. So um, I definitely had that installed, started watching footy again. Got the love back. Uh, and now nowadays, it's one of those, okay, it's on Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2 now. We've got the app that shows all the games sit down and we can watch the uh, the Monday night on the couch TV shows and whatever. So if, if something's always going on with footy uh, to see how the ties are going, or, you know, even the Bulldogs and, you know, talking to you about the Swans. Uh, uh, I mean, mate down there in Jacksonville, he's a singer. So I just, he never lets me forget either. So as far as Facebook goes and the Twitters and online and you turn it, you, know, you call up a mate on a Friday night and he's crapping on about the footy. It's just, yeah, it's it's like I said, man. It's it's in you, and it'll never leave. And the passion, especially the last three or four years, the way the Tigers have handled themselves, oh mate, it's it's definitely revved me up for more. 
Definitely. And your club has been one of those. They've been the gold standard bearer the last four or five seasons for sure. So, so we'll stay in the past just a little, just a little bit longer. Can you remember the first game, first Tigers game you ever attended? I don't think so. I don't think so. It would have most likely been out at Waverley. Again, going back to that VFL Arctic Park, whatever it's called. But I did go to a lot of games at the Witten Oval. And I can't, I can't even remember what it was called before the Witten Oval because it was never always the Witten Oval. Western Oval, maybe? Out there on Barclay Street, Footscray, because my nanny just lived up the road. And uh, or either that, it wouldn't have been Windy Hill, even though my cousin was an Essendon supporter. But yeah, probably at the Western Oval, uh, out there at Footscray, or Waverley would have been the first two. I never did go to a match at Punt Road. I'm old, but not that old. <laughs> it would have definitely been a Collingwood or a Footscray versus Richmond match for sure. I, I do remember a couple of brutal games later on. They wouldn't have been my first ones where I went with my brother and dad to Victoria Park and They sat me in a seat. And I'll, I'll tell you what, I couldn't have even been any more than 10 or 11. And I'm getting yelled at. I am, I'm in my Richmond scar, my jumper. And it was like the most hostile, feral place I've ever been. I'm crying and that because I've grown men yelling at me. And Richmond down by 10 goals. Like, what are you yelling at me for? You you blokes are doing all right. <laughs> my, my team's getting flogged. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's a great story. I love it. So this, this is a question I love asking because for some people it's the proverbial, who's your favorite, who's your favorite child type of moment. Can you, can you think of your favorite player of the past from Richmond? And do you have a favorite player currently on the Richmond list? Yeah. Uh, Matty Richardson would have to be my favorite. There was a few that come and go, uh, came and went when he was, Playing still. Yeah, Nathan Brown, I liked him coming over from the Bulldogs. Uh, Matty Rogers, loved him. Um, not old enough to really get involved with how good Kevin Bartler was, although I do remember him playing on the telly. So, uh, you know, yeah, so looking forward to more teen, teen years. I did have Matty Rogers on back. Matty Richardson had a jumper of his, loved him. Um, and, of course, you can't go wrong with saying Dusty Martin as far as um, where we're at today. As being your favourite player, I mean, if you were to say anyone else, yeah, okay, you'd have strong feelings of someone else. But Dusty Martin, I mean, you can't, you can't kid yourself. What an absolute champion! Hard to argue with that. An absolute legend for sure. Now, as we've kind of discussed earlier, the the, the club has seen a lot of very good days in the in the recent past times. But I gotta ask, what's your most memorable moment as a Richmond supporter? Final of the most memorable moments would have to be 2017 grand final, mate. Um, it, it's got to be hands down. I, I, from when I was living over here, and one of the first things I said to my wife when I married her, I said, "Okay, there's one hitch. If Richmond make the grand final, I'm going." Uh, that was a yes. So 13 years later, um, when they won that game against Geelong to get them in, of course it was a twilight game. So we're on the I'm I've had so many Chardonnays or beers or whatever at the time in the morning. The missus had to get on and buy me a ticket. Left Wednesday, arrived Melbourne time Friday, came back here on Tuesday. So what a weekend. But that was just a superb, unbelievable weekend. Ties lifted the cup. I was there. Another good thing about that, mate, is back in 82, 
when Richmond were in it last against Carlton. Me, um, me mum dragged me to Ballarat, country town in Victoria, to watch calisthenics. And I said, can't I go to the footy? How come I can't go to the grand final? She goes, well, I'll, I'll take, I'll make sure you're at the next one. And Donnie, this is one of your favourite stories of all time, mate, because 37 years later, I'd already booked a trip with the family to come back for that Christmas, the end of 2017. So I'd already spent a little bit of cash for four people to go there. Called up mum, I said, mum, I'm a little skint now because I'm already coming. I said, um, reckon I could just borrow some money. I said, I, I could probably pay for the flight, but could you pay for the ticket to get in off someone that was selling it? So she said, absolutely. And I was off on the Wednesday, got there, picked up the ticket off one of my brother's mates that lived, uh, that, sorry, that picked him up from the city, works for a tyre place. Saturday rolled around, I was there with my cousin in the morning who also had known since obviously all my life, all his life, all my life. But we used to go to the footy, he's an Essendon supporter. Having some beers with him before we went to the ground and just, it's, it's, it's even hard to describe how memorable it was and of course the outcome and everything. And high as a kite, over the moon, whatever cliches, mate, it was there and get chills still thinking about it now, absolutely. Just what a performance! The the just the utter utter performance of that that final series, and then to get the cup and and to see the drought ended there was was fantastic. And Dusty again, the, the legend that was Dusty started and really has been solidified over the last few years. So so we'll we'll we'll, we'll go to the present now a little bit. And, and this is one of those for some people. This could be a tiny bit of a scab. The season didn't kind of roll out the way many Richmond supporters probably thought it would at the start of the year. I, I think injuries really hurt R Richmond this year, which it hadn't been in previous seasons. So really just really quickly, kind of what were your thoughts on the season? I mean, I don't think anybody expected Dusty to get hurt the way he did with the lacerated kidney and misses five of the last six games of the season. So real quickly, what were your thoughts on the Tiger season last year? I think it was more or less, it didn't start well. There was the off-field drama. With Damo, and you know, just whatever his personal issues were, there was a couple of people that, that there's always some moans and groans. I don't care if, if, if you hear that hey, everything's fine at Tigerland, it was all cliche, you know, um, it's all good. This has come out with some relations between the coach and a, and a staff member. There's there's always a little bit of salt to go with the pepper, Donnie, I reckon. Um, it, it may not have had on, on field issues, but Going back to it, just say it didn't. So let's go ahead and, and jump forward when the finals were up for grabs. And I told you, I said, the Tigers still can win it. I actually liked West Coast at the time. That was a bum. You told me Melbourne was going to win the flag. I guess I should uh, listen to you more when it comes to that, mate. But, um, you know, you can't lose. I mean, uh, Kochi was out for a bit. Uh, uh, Edwards was gone. Bolter bloody broad and a few of the other guys that just um when crunch time came now our, our guys couldn't even be on the pitch to help us be on the field to help us and would we have excelled and gone to the other level with all them perhaps i don't know but watching melbourne just play the way they did no probably would have ended up finishing around the fifth or bumming out you know one of the finals but i didn't mind it i definitely look forward to next season when we've got a full kit back and maybe pick up one or two in the off season that, that can help drill through. Um, out some creases and whatever. So, I mean, the Tigers aren't finished. The Tigers definitely aren't finished. We'll definitely be um, 
Yeah, hopefully top four, but we'll see, mate. We'll see. Well, in, in my end-of-the-year podcast, I, I said, honestly, the team that scares me the most going into the offseason was Richmond because not only not only do they get most of those injuries back, yes, you lose Hooley and Broad to retirement, which is fine, but you get Robbie Tarrant in, so that fills one of your spots, and you've got so many draft picks in the top in the top twenty in the top thirty or forty that Richmond's going to be able to restock their youth that they've kind of been pillaged a little bit over the last few seasons. So, I for me, the Richmond supporters, there's a lot of positives going into this offseason because you're going to bring in some talent. I think you 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 should be healthier. Hopefully, Dusty is back to his normal weight. He did lose like twelve kilos. It was oh, insane boy. how much weight he lost because of that. But I, I I just Richmond scares me. Like, there's a lot of really good teams going into the next season. Getting into the eight is going to be an adventure next season because mm-hmm. Melbourne's going to be good. Western should be the Western Bulldogs should be good. Richmond should be good. Sydney potentially could be good. GWS is still pretty solid. I mean, all, I mean, I think Frio is going to take a jump up this year. Geelong's always good. I mean, there's nine, 10 teams there. that are going to be fighting for the finals. So it's, it's going to be a slog. It's going to be a slog to make the finals next year. I think it's going to be very, very competitive. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So we kind of talked about it a tiny bit. Have have you been keeping an eye on their off season? And if so, what are your thoughts on it? I'm one of these fellas, mate, that doesn't really drill into off-season stuff. Not necessarily anyway. I, after the footy season finishes, or even with any sport, to be quite honest, I'm a baseball fan and don't really care what they're doing. I'll watch the trades, and if we get a big free agent, yes. Uh, but when they start arriving at spring training, or if the Tigers, you know, the early, the early summer days where they're just running around, and who have we got? And the and the games up in wherever they. I am. I don't really care too much about Donnie, to be honest. But come round one, the light goes off in your head, and I'm I'm all 100% action. But as far as the off season, no, I don't really. Um, it's having said that, I'm not too far away from it when I speak to friends of mine that are, because they won't. They'll they'll tell me something, and of course I'll reply, oh yeah, why? What's going on? Or who's he? Or who's she? Sort of thing. And um, yeah, so you're never far away from it. Me personally, though, I'm not much of a um. um an interweb scanner for information. I just watch it when it's on telly and uh, listen to it when it's on radio and, and uh, let the pundits do the talking for me, mate. That's and there's nothing wrong with that. And you'll find out eventually once the season gets closer for sure. So I'm one of those, I, 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 I've seen this question asked by a lot of people, but I'm never big with it. Do you have expectations for next season? Like are, are your thoughts of we should be a finals contender team or are we going to, are we going to fall short? Do you have expectations or you just kind of, just kind of let the, let it go where, where it's going to go. Definitely in where Richmond are at the moment and what they've done the last, not this year, but the previous three, three or four, there's expectations there because if there's not, um, hopefully it wasn't just, a, okay, that was a, a nice run and let's fall back to where we were and wait another 35 years. It's time to go now. We know how to win. Benny Gale, Peggy, they, they've figured out ways to win. Hard, they know how to win now. Whereas for those many, many, many years, they were falling short because they just didn't have it. They, they, were, they were lost somewhere. The Tigers weren't there with the other clubs. I remember saying, all these years went by, apart from the Melbournes. Even Melbourne made the granny in 2000. But before that, Richmond hadn't even been close. Hadn't even been close. Secure, you know, you feel bad for them, but they still haven't got over the line. But they've been in it and they're drawn with Collingwood. 
there was always, every other team was always up there, no matter what sort of, at least close to winning or lost. But Richmond were nowhere. Okay, they might have made the five or the eight, whatever you'd call it at the time, but they never looked like beating the elite. Nowhere even near it. And um, it was annoying. So as far as expectations, yeah, I expect them to never let let this grip go, Donnie. They, if they happen to fall a little bit like this year because of some sustained injuries, some other stuff, okay, you, you put it towards, all right, a bit of bad luck. Our guns got hurt or we were worn out or whatever, but nah, there better be expectations from everyone in Tigerland now, including the supporters, to never let this go because why? Why should it? You know, you shouldn't have to go back to 13th on the ladder and then try to get back up. You you do what you need to do. You know how to win. Let's keep winning. Completely agree with that. So, so I, I think. With you being a baseball fan, and for me, the American sport, American sport fan of me, I think we all love that thought of being the general manager, being able to make the moves, being able to make the trade. So I'm, I'm gonna have some fun. I love this question. Right now, I'm gonna install you as the list manager of the Richmond Tigers. The other 17 clubs are completely open. You can get any player from any club that you want. Who's the one player that you get first, and why? This stage, and I have had a couple of days to think about this to be quite honest with everyone. Uh, Clayton Oliver from Melbourne. Clayton Oliver, young, strong inside, good clearance of the footy. I believe Cochin won't be able to do it forever, so he would slide into a Cochie role. Um, and what a gun and redheads are the best. Remember that for a fact. On I um, <laughs> love it. Like uh, someone to replace Basher wouldn't be bad as well. I had a little bit of time to think about, like look around and sort of suss. Yeah. So uh, it was a Lockie Whitfield I'd written down to replace Basher. Doesn't mind a goal every now and then. Um, a player like Heath Shaw in his prime, I'd definitely take him too. But no, nah, Clayton Oliver, mate. I reckon get him in a. In the, in the yellow sash, and we'll be uh, right where we need to be. But um, champion, no, good young footy player from Victoria, country Victoria, mind you. So, uh, you know, they're always going to turn out good, and he proved he has. Very, very good one. So th this is another another one that's kind of sparked up over the last couple of years, for the last two seasons, having the grand final outside uh, of Melbourne. So I, I've heard some people make the discussions, and, and, I, and I always want to hear people's thoughts on this, is are you one of those that, the grand final should be in Melbourne at the MCG every time, no questions. Or is there a little part of you after the per after Perth and Brisbane that maybe we should think about making the grand final a traveling grand final? First, first thing I'll say is if they make it a travel grand final, I just don't like the hot weather. Uh, sorry, the hot weather. That was another point of mine. But the, the night grand final and the reason I stumbled there and said hot weather, mate, is uh, Melbourne's weather. In September, the last weekend of September is perfect. It is perfect. I believe up north in Queensland, it'd be too hot. It wouldn't be, the blokes wouldn't play to their potential. So you'd have to have a night game up there. Uh, same with even Perth. I haven't been to Perth, but you get the idea that it's pretty warm and you got the, the wind. So maybe they need to have a have a, the night grand final there. I didn't like the night grand final at all. I think it should always be in Melbourne. Just it feels more like granny day when you wake up two two o'clock two thirty. You've got the, the blokes kicking footies over the Yarra River in town. You've got other stuff going on. You've got braids the day before. It just feels like granny day. And all right, maybe that's me being in my forties and always seen it that way. Just the last couple of years, being a night Richmond even won one of them in, in Queensland there. But I think 
it's just a perfect day, 2.30 on a Saturday in Melbourne. If it's not broke, don't fix it. And, you know, I guess I've mentioned before, man, I mean, you could take it to Adelaide and people would travel to Adelaide. It wouldn't be a bad sort of game. That'd be, I mean, if one of those two teams, then it'd be amazing. I mean, the atmosphere would be fantastic. So taking nothing away from that. And the weather is probably pretty similar as well. But um, I wouldn't want to go to Sydney because I don't think they've got a proper footy field that's big enough. Um, like I said, mentioned before Brisbane, the other place is just too hot and they have to have it at night and they, they wouldn't, players would be drained. I mean, you've seen when you watch a day game up there, Lee Matthews said it years ago when he first started coaching Brisbane Lions, could have been Brisbane Bears, I can't remember. He said, no, nah, it's criminal to have players playing up here on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon during the heat. It's, it's too hot. And when I went down to, co- uh, to have a run with you guys down there in Des Moines, it was it July or August, and I was knackered after 20 minutes, mate, and I had to go and hide in the shade and drink a, two gallons of water. So, and of course, I'm not fit, but these folks, even being as fit as they are, they've got to go hide in the shade and they're guzzling the waters and the Gatorade. And I just think Melbourne's just the perfect fit. And if, if there's nothing wrong with it, just keep it there. By all means, we know we can't get a cricket pitch proper for the Boxing Day test, so we may as well have the grand final footy and have all the eyes on us then. All right. I love the argument. That's eight. And, and, and every, everybody has a different answer. I mean, some people have thought about it. Like I said, it's, it's a very interesting thing to think about. Now, the, the MCC has got the, like the 50 year contract. So I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon, but it's, it's an interesting thing to discuss. Now um, I've said it through many of the episodes. I'm a huge AFLW fan. I, I think that, I think the sport is growing quickly. I think the girls are getting better and better and better. So for me, have you been keeping an eye on the AFLW? And if you have, what are your thoughts on Richmond last year? It's another thing that I haven't really paid a whole lot of attention to, to be honest, mate. Um, I do know there's a couple of Hoskins in there playing for the playing for the Tigers. What was it, Sarah and uh, Jess? Yep, the uh, twins. That's a, yeah, yeah, probably probably the only thing I really know about it. Like, I'm not totally against it. I just uh, have enough sort of trouble with, with work and getting up in the mornings and, and having free time to watch. Um, well, oh yeah, take the word there, but the blokes, the blokes play, the, 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 the first thing. So to um, me, my niece, you know, when she, when I was home last, she said she's in, into the footy and playing. So, I mean, I look forward to watching more. I just haven't, haven't, haven't had time basically, mate. I'll, I'll put it as that. Um, I'd love to have more time to watch it and keep up to date, but just just haven't, to be totally honest with you. And that's fine, and to each his own, but I'll definitely keep an eye on it because the one thing I, I think I've told a lot of people is the fact is that all the 18 clubs in the AFL will have an AFLW team next season after next, which I'm super excited about. I think that's absolutely fascinating. Now, the last few questions here are, are some fun ones because I like having a little bit of fun towards the end of my episode. I know you've been over here for, I know you've been over here for a while, but when you did go to the footy, what was your go-to food when you went to the footy? Food. Now we're talking bucket of chips, mate. All right. <laughs> bucket of chips, sausage roll. You know, I did. You know, the old joke was you'd get a cold pie off the bike to walk around with the pie. So I was always a little bit hesitant to grab a pie, but since they, they updated their little little shops there, the cafes, and they had the heat lamps, I'll grab one from in there. But uh, bucket of chips, I'll reach for straight away. A cherry ripe or a picnic, candy bar, and um, and a sausage roll. And, uh, of course, a couple of Carlton drafts, mid-strength. Mid-strength, if you don't mind, on a uh, Friday night. <laughs> 
Sounds, sounds fantastic. Now, and uh, another one that I like to ask is, is that when you do, when you do, when you did go to the footy, where was your ideal place to sit and watch the footy? Ideally was in the, uh, on the goals with the cheer squad. I'd been with the cheer squad for a, a bunch of years, actually. When I was younger, I walked up there and asked them, how, how do you go about it? Of course, when I got into work and I wasn't going as much, I didn't sit with them. Um, wouldn't sit in the section with them. But yeah, I was there with the flags and the uh, the the, uh, the pom-poms, whatever you call them these days. Um, a bit later on into the mid-20s, so the early 20s, mid-20s, before I sort of moved over here, I'd stand up on the terraces right at the very back of the cheer squad. A lot of blokes would start singing and chanting. It was easy to walk down the stairs, grab yourself another cold one, carry on on a Saturday like a, like a larrikin would. And uh, barry for the tides from there and get a few so, sort of songs going. So that was my favourite spot, mate. Down there with the with the rest of the army, definitely 100%. Awesome. That that that's absolutely great. And to each his own. Everybody's a little bit different. So I love hearing just where I'm trying to figure out when I do go, where's the best place to sit to watch the footy, no matter where it's at. So I'm really looking forward. To it. So I'm making notes on these. Um, you kind of know this, like we've chatted about this. This channel is, is primarily an American channel. It does NFL, different things like that. But occasionally some people will click on these videos that are American. So I thought for a little bit of fun, if they've gotten this far, why don't you give me just a real quick pitch on why do you think an American fan should be a Richmond Tigers supporter? Steam song in the competition. You hear it a couple of times pre-game. You hear it six or seven times after the game, hopefully after a win. And I mean, you talk Melbourne clubs, big clubs, you know, four or five of them. Okay, maybe not the most flagged, but there's so much history in it. East Melbourne with Richmond, um, with just not not even anything to do with footy, mate. Just like so some of the some of the painters and Dockers stories, a few of those, you know, underground sort of places alongside of Carlton, Richmond, and Carlton have always got the ties to to fuel them things. So. It, if you like grit, if you like history on and off the field, mate, and you love theme songs, then go for the Tigers because you can't go wrong. Awesome. That is great. And I, and I love ants. That's, that's awesome. This is my favorite question of all, just because I love hearing the different answers. And this will be the last question I ask. And that's favorite game of footy you've ever seen, whether live or on TV. Favorite game of footy? Been waiting for you to ask this, mate. 1995 semi-final against Essendon. Me, me mate Weber were there. Me mate Tomo couldn't make it because he had to work. He's still spewing. Five goals down at half time. But Essendon, you know, they stuck in a... Matty Knight's had an incredible first half. Essendon, they, they scored like four goals in the last three minutes of the second quarter. So we're down by five goals. Tides come out second quarter. Scotty Turner's sitting there. He got his bump on. Out about three fellas, they're all crying about it. You can tell these Essendon people are starting to whinge about, oh, they're hitting our players. Scotty turned around through about three of them, laying blokes down. Tough as nails, this one was, right? Anyway, tie end up back, winning the game by a couple of goals, points, if I'm not mistaken. John Northey comes out, takes the piss out of Kevin Schwave in his jacket around because Sheedy had done that two weeks prior in Perth, I believe it was, against the West Coast. And then, of course, it's it got the crowd up involved and we're all doing it. Maybe a week later, we went out to that bloody VFL Park Waverley joint, lost to Geelong by about 130 points. Even that, 
10 goals down at the whole wing of Waverley is singing the Brisbane theme song and we're down by 10 goals the week after we beat Essendon in that semi-final, man. And, oh, yeah, that was definitely the best game of footy I've seen. Yeah, 2017 was absolutely my favourite game because what happened But this game was the best. It, it was amazing. Daffy, oh, Scotty Turner, Matty Knight, Rogers. Oh, it was just great. I love that team. I love that year. Fantastic. And, and another, another good one. And it's just great to hear the different, the different stories. So Jason, this has been an awesome conversation. I'm glad we finally got to have a chance to sit down and talk footy. I know we, we've, we bounced back and forth last year after I put out my U S based supporter series and you're like, mate, if you ever want to talk Richmond. So I had to have you on as my Richmond supporter. So thank you so thank much you. for hopping on. It's been a pleasure hearing your stories about Richmond. Donnie, appreciate you asking me, mate. It was a lot of fun. And yes, we finally did it. And um, love it. Love it. If you want to chat again, I'll come down in the morning. We'll have a beer and we'll chat more footy. I love it. Sounds like fun. I, I know I know. we'll probably hop off camera and talk a little more cricket too. I know we were, we were chatting before um, off camera a little bit about the Cricket World Cup and something we have in common chatting about. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode in my Aussie fan supporter series. Jason, again, have a wonderful night, uh, mister. Cheers, Donnie. But cheers, and we will talk to you guys again when soon when I have another episode coming very soon.